Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Yes, people, welcome to Chaffer Tunnel. I'm not going to lie, I've probably said it a few times, but we're, we're back. We actually are back, man. It's international break. It's been Nations League. We've had a little bit of a break ourselves, but I am ready now to give regular content because there's going to be so many games coming up. I think Man United have got 10 games in October, so the Monday show is going to be here. The Wednesday show with Statman's going to be here. Hopefully, Cass is doing the Friday show, and even we can throw in one or two more, Biz and 15, sometimes with the youth show and other bits and bobs. So, Guys, like, really, I am going to try and get consistent with it again. We're going to be back. Manchester United are back. So, yeah, man, if you're here, please make sure you hit the like button. Please make sure you subscribe as well. I'm always supportive. You guys, you know, get your comments in as well. We always interact with you. You know what time it is, man. And I've got a great panel with me today as well. I've got the two Ghanaian kings. <laughs> that's what we that's what we got in kings, you know. We got Storms as well. I see a video of him yesterday in, in Ghana. Um, shutting it down at the Global Nation um, Festival as well. So big up him as well, going back to his homeland and the roots and that. But yeah, man, let me bring Storms' his younger brothers in, man. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for free midfield, Kodjo, man, what are you saying, both of you, man? You blessed? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. It's good to have you on. Obviously, guys, free midfield, um, their podcast. Kodjo, by the way, actually, you're going to have to send me your YouTube channel. I was trying to find it to pull it in the thing. I can't find it. You know what? It's, it's my fault. We're doing a little bit of a rebrand, so we oh, changed the name you, you a little bit. Oh, you away the channel for a minute. We, no, we, we changed the name, man. It's my fault. I haven't actually gone out there and oh, been like, oh, man. hey, guys, this is the new name. It's my fault. Stupid. So okay, I'm cool, going to do cool. that. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, we'll do, yeah, that's, yeah, that's blessed. I was thinking, I'm trying to plug him, and I'm like, I can't find it. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, now, guys, free in midfield, obviously, like you just heard here, they're going to be doing a revamp, so make sure, obviously, I want to sort that out and that, and they'll be on throughout the season. I'll get you start following them, guys, again as well. So, for we saying, man? All blessed. Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. I know. Do you know what you, man? Don't don't you? Like, I don't mind. Obviously, the internationals a little bit when there's some good games you can watch, like maybe the Netherlands versus Germany, and watch some talent and that. But like, I woke up today and I was like, five more days. North London derby on a Saturday, Manchester derby on a Sunday. Don't it just feels like that's the proper like that's football, isn't it? That's yeah, you know what? Yeah, I've just been like itching for Premier League football to come back like I just feel like when there's no Premier League football yet like things are just a bit weird do you know what I mean it's just mm. it's like routine to be like to have Premier League football 100% what are you saying Kodjo you looking forward to it even the North oh, London derby that's the half 12 game on Saturday bro I've watched international football through pain this, this mm. week man I, and uh, yeah man there's nothing like Premier League nothing like league football and you got what the the North London derby and the Manchester derby come back to you come on man Big big games. Do you know what the baddest thing is? Yeah, I say to my boy because my boy at work is an Arsenal season ticket holder, so he's already excited to go to the game. He's like, "Yeah, I'm getting down at eight o'clock, getting on the beers and that." Like them, you know, them type of man. Where big up Tom, though. But it's one of them ones, yeah, where I love the excitement going into a big game. Because obviously, we're all Man United fans here, and you you go into the Manchester City game, and we're touching it at the end, definitely at the show. But like, you're so excited and you're drilling in to kick off. But then when you lose, you're like, oh, I've got to wait seven days again, man. 
Like, I hate <laughs> that feeling, but then there's no better feeling. Like when we played Arsenal, for example, or we played Liverpool on a Monday night and you get a win. Like, the, the, the buzz actually lasts all the way through to the next game. And I think that's what I love about big game syndromes. Like, you could be so deflated if you lose and you're hungry for the next game. But if you win, the high is a high, man. But um, guys, like I said, make sure you like him. Big up Claudio inside. If you're going to like the spud, love that man. Back for you this weekend. I don't know who Chelsea got. Palace away, actually. Ooh, that's a... Mm, that that is a good one, especially if Zaha's obviously a fit. They've got a Lise back. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a nice one, actually. Um, big up smash the likes, big up Ilyas every single time, big up Papa J as well. Love that man. Make sure you're liking the video if you're here as well and subscribe. We're just gonna do like a 45-minute show um today. Get the wheels in motion again for this year. Um, big up Shaquem as well. He says Marshall SC. Do you know what, man? There's no <laughs> update. Don't ask me for an update. I'm saying 2023. I really think that this Achilles injury is worse than than being let on like what, what you guys got any little takes on this Marshall thing because a lot of people are saying oh, I wish he was back for Man City because what he plays like but I, I'll be honest with you I, I think this is much worse than than nothing's been reported yet Kojo um honestly after all the injuries he's had if he needs to rest let the guy rest it's not worth not worth coming back we, we know what he can do um obviously the frustration from some fans as well but regardless he's a top player so if he's going to come back, make sure he's come back 100% where we can hopefully avoid another major injury. I don't know. I don't, I've been frustrated with him in the past, but I can't, I can't lie. He's, he's quality. He's quality. Mm. So because he's quality, I don't want him to come back and then be gone for another five games. I need him to come back and be ready to play the next 10. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, let him rest. Let him rest. He, need, he needs it. Fair. What would you say, 15? Especially when you look at the, the comments that you were putting in the group chat, obviously, from his interview as well, talking about playing with injuries and stuff like that. Do you think it's just been one big hit? And this is the Ten Hag saying to him, do you know what? Fully lock off and just come back when you're ready. Or what, what do you think, man? I think if it was like ruptured or um, sort of um, torn, I think we, it would have been it would have been disclosed by now. OK. I think, I think like when you get like diagnosed for like a rupture or or like a tear it's like there's always like a time scale immediately in it but i just think it's just one of those ones where they probably just don't know what it is so they can't put a time scale on it it's just maybe it could be like bruising slow or, rehab like, and just money yeah. as we go each week yeah just like just progress as it goes on and just um just see how it develops i think it's one of those ones but you, you could be right it could be like 2023 but mm. um, I, as long as it's not like a rupture or tear I, i'm good with that yeah, yeah, I hear that. Big up Fuad as well, says three legends. Um, Shaquem as well, hopefully he's back. And Fuad as well, says ha uh, he's turning into Eden has a 2.0 with the injuries. Do you know what? I, I actually fully, like, obviously everyone knows I love Marshall, but I'm actually in that camp as well, like Kojo, where if he just needs to rest and recover fully, do that because we've got the World Cup anyway. So if you're going to be back in January, yes, I get it, you'll miss five or six league games. But if it was me, I would rather have Marshall for January to June, where we have that whole six months and the long stretch. Because if we rush him back and he gets injured again, it's just fervently going to kill him off. So, yeah, man, if we've got to sit and suffer and wait, it, it is what it is. And, and hopefully, fingers crossed, Rashford's performances, he could just do it for another month or six weeks just to get us to the World Cup. Because at the end of the day, we're Man United fans here. And it's actually good to see him, you know, scoring goals and starting to enjoy football again. Let's not get it twisted. People have their their favourites and people have their, like, hit and misses with players. But if he's scoring and doing his job, we're happy, man. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, it looks like he's going to continue with the, the number nine for the moment. But yeah, man, I want, I want to touch on Diego Dallo this season, guys. And, and I think I hit up Kodjo random this morning. You probably saw my name and thinking, right, like, this is a little random message today. But I thought, <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying? We're bringing it back Monday. And I, and I like people that can actually have a proper conversation, honestly, as well. And obviously, Safo and Kodjo can do that. But I, I just think, like, with Dallo, it's just one of them ones where it's time to sort of give him his flowers. And in case people are watching and they're going to watch some of this show and think, like, the title, Dallo, the best in Europe, it doesn't mean, like, he's the best player, right? Like, overall doesn't mean like x y and z we've just got to have an honest conversation and i just think you know this this dalo we're seeing right now is just mad consistent and i think when you look at players and you talk about like oh, are they the best at this or are they doing this you have to actually look at consistency you can't see him score two goals and get one assist and defend well and then go to leicester away and then struggle i actually said in the tiktok yesterday you look at dalo 
And in pre-season, on paper, you'd say Sancho, Dallo and Martial were the best three. Like, even though we won games under Ten Hag, you're like, oh, them three have got a little spark going on. Like, they're doing well. And then it was a question of, like, does he continue into the season? Will he be actually starting right back? And Dallo 100% have. If anything, on that starting eleven sheet right now, he's in the top five, like, nailed on, guaranteed starters. And that's due to him being performing consistently. He's taking on what Ten Hag has said. He's dropping into midfield well. And yeah, I just think it's time to open up a conversation about the improvement of Dallo and and where he sits in Europe right now. So, yeah, man, just just rocking it. Anyone want to anyone want to start of what they think on Dallo this season, and we'll just fly from there, man. Um, I think it's a bit premature to say he's like one of the best in Europe. Or I think samples, like, the sample size is a bit too small. I think like, eight games in, whatever it is, mm. it's it's a bit too small. But what I will say, like his improvement deserves a lot of credit like from there was a time where it wasn't even a time like United were actively like putting him in a shop window like United was whoring him out you know what I mean and mm. he was only like, he only managed to stay at night because United didn't want to accept like loans with the option it was sort of like loans with the obligation to to, to sign and no clubs wanted to take that on really and truly and I think what we've got to remember is Dallo came tonight on the back of a handful of senior appearances, which like one was against like Liverpool, or whatever. So he only played like six times for that portal. Mm. And he came to United, and he wasn't really given any like consistency in terms of like playing time. So he's had to, like learn on the job, and he's shown a lot of progression. And I think I'm happy for him just because there was a time where people were talking about like, replacing him with Trippier and whatnot. And, yeah, that, and that was only what we think about a paper mark four months ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's come out the other end and he's shown people that he's actually a very good player. Like it could have easily been the case of like him going to like another European club and then sort of like smashing up for them and then everyone's like, oh, like why couldn't he do this at United and whatnot? But I'm happy to see him sort of like get like the credit for his improvement because there was a time where it looked like, especially after Villarreal, it looked like it was over for him. Like that Juma cooking. Yeah. yeah. Because that was just like, that was sort of like at the peak of like the transfer rooms where like Ole was just like, we need a new right back. And he fluffed his lines and I just thought it was over for him. But he's he's bounced back. He's shown that like a willingness to improve. And do you know what? I, like one part of his game that I really like is he's tenacious in his defending now, isn't it? He's not sort of one of those right backs where they look pretty on the ball, but they're not willing to defend. Like he's shown mm. that he can like roll up his sleeves and defend it. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Kodra? Obviously, hearing hearing me and 15 and our thoughts on it, um, we'll talk on the positives first, like just in general, like obviously, has he surprised you this year? Is it something that you maybe looked at Ten Hag? And I'll come with a sort of a different angle, like did you expect under Ten Hag, you're like, do you know what? Dallo might be one of the guys that actually performs under him. So yeah, what's your thoughts on it so far? Yeah, I can't lie. Um, firstly, I was desperate for a right back for a while because I was not convinced by Wan-Bissaka in it. So when he came mm-hmm. back, loan, I was like, ah, okay. The loan didn't go too great, if we're being real. So what's what's the plan? What's happening here? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, Ten Hag coming in, he needs technical footballers. I don't doubt his technical ability, but is he the man that you want long-term? Is he the man that's going to step up? Yeah. So one thing under Oli or even looking decent under Rennick for a little bit. But when it comes to Ten Hag, this is a new manager. He's running his team. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but let me not lie. I wouldn't say he's one of the best right backs in Europe in terms of like a like a certain class, but I will say best performing right backs, I'll have he's performing. He is performing better than a lot of right backs that we talk about in today's game. And that's just fact. He's you saw international do it as well. Look what he's doing for Portugal now. Yeah, you know last like two goals and an assist. That's what I'm saying. And it's looking like that spot is permanently his now. And right before the World Cup, he's looking like he's gonna be a permanent fixture in that team. And may I may not right now even um, before the season started, you're hearing reports like he's untouchable and, you know, Ten Hag is a big fan. So if he's gone from looking like a player that might have been shipped off to a player that's looking untouchable, you've got to give the guy his dues, man. The guy's running this, he's doing his thing, he's running the show. Um, so right now, I'm quite content. I'm living at the point where I would want another right back because if I'm being honest, I was one of those that did kind of want Trippier only because I know that with set pieces, he's fantastic. Mm. Um, and based off the fact that I still thought that Ronaldo would be, which he is right now, 
whether that's because Martial's injured or not, who knows? But center forward headers, stuff like that, delivery. Yeah, the the, mm. the set piece crosses like you need someone that can deliver. But Dallas up his game, man. So yeah, man, let's give the guy credit, man. He's definitely one of the best performing this season. I know it's it is still early, but I'm quite yeah, confident. that's what we could talk and this this is key, like at the moment, this season, you know, people see the title and that, like, think, oh my god, like, is he the? He's... We're talking mm. between obviously like the August or July period preseason to now, and and then that's why you can maybe look back at it. And if you have a poor sense of form between now and April, you come back to it and be like, well, was it just a, a purple patch? Is he actually good enough to be the long term sort of solution? So now I do hear you. Do you, have you in general with it 15? Yeah, like, because the same thing I just asked Quadro in terms of like when you look at the player profiles that Ten Hag took in, because I think we've done a show on it before. And we went with Avelino and we we're like talking about players that could like thrive under him. And we we're thinking like, you know, Van der Beek was saying like Varane was saying Martial was saying Sancho and these players. Dallo was one of them ones that you're like, yeah, because Wambasaka's not great. So you're comparing him to yeah. Wambasaka rather than like, forget Wambasaka, let's talk about Dallo the player. And it was kind of one of them ones where people are torn. You you know Statman and Biz, like they were yeah. going to war about Wambasaka's better or, or, or Dallo's better. But has it surprised you that he's been one of actually the top performers, not just a beneficial of, of Ten Hag? Yeah, especially because when we was linked with Timber, like, a lot of people assumed that he was coming in as a right back, which True. is obviously Dallo's position. So it was just like, and obviously he's worked with Timber before. So with that link, a lot of people, me especially, I just thought, He's coming in to, to be like the, the number one right back. But um yeah, it's just the whole rise of Dallo's just been so weird, man. Like mm. it's like he's gone from sort of because if you think about it, Milan didn't want him. Dortmund wanted him on loan, but it was like it seemed like no one was convinced about his ability. So it's just like it's come from nowhere. And the, the problem with like for me, yeah, I've always said he's a very good footballer, but does he have the now success to be a good defender? And sometimes you, you, you just see it where some people some people can't just pull it together, but he seems to be pulling it together, man. And it's just just it's really good. But I'm definitely shocked at how comfortable he's he's looking now at right back. Like I didn't think it would be that quickly. I don't think like do you know what I mean? I think I always thought it would take some time, but he seems to have sort of like 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 risen to the top quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? Yeah, I was thinking about it randomly because obviously the way Ten Hag plays football, we he was working under Pep at Bayern Munich, wasn't he? Mm. And you know how Pep does the Cancelo like played inside or Kyle Walker sometimes comes inside and stuff like that. Obviously, Ten Hag does the same thing. Molasses sometimes drops into midfield or Dallo drops into midfield. And even though, like you said, 15, I think Dallo had like six or seven appearances as a right back or whatever it was for Porto. He also played as a centre back at times as well when it's coming up through their system. So when I was looking at the way Ten Hag was going to use him, maybe because he's played as a centre-back before and now he's a right-back as well, positional-wise, when he's coming in as like an inverted right-back, he actually knows where to be because he can think from like a centre-back standpoint and also like a right-back standpoint because he's kind of like playing both, if you want to say at the same time, and then dropping into midfield. And I think one thing that's impressed me the most is just uh, his overall game, like in terms of his defending, like when you look at his tenacity right now, I think when you look at the game against Leicester away and that clip that the cross comes in and, and he yeah. hits out for corner and then him and Martinez give it the, you know, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah, here yeah. now. Actually, you know what I'm saying? went for a goal kick. Actually yeah, there you go. Went for a goal kick. That's it. That's it. Went for a goal kick. And it's just like Martinez done the same thing, you know, against Salah, 30 seconds. This gives him a barge. And I'm not saying, oh my God, they're amazing football things. No, but it... It's just what lifts everyone around you. It lifts you even as a player. You're thinking, no one's mm. getting past me today. And I just think, like, defensively, he's been solid 1v1. I think he got tested a few times by Luis Diaz. Who doesn't know? You can't mm. not, you know, can't stop a player every single time. I think the way he's played position-wise, he's coming in, he's comfortable. He can use both feet. And his heading has improved because he's quite tall and he used to get beat a little bit with the headers. But I feel like physically, he's actually getting better. And obviously, the diet and everything is changing at Old Trafford right now, I think Ten Hag is saying he's getting them on fish and vegetables like a lot. The sort of food us man would eat, you could say. But you know what I'm saying? But but it's at, it's actually working. And when I look at it that with Dallo now, what he's 23, and I know that he's, he's his contract runs out at the end of this summer. You said earlier that Fabrizio said that it's kind of a calm situation. We can extend it, and we're probably going to sit down at the table soon. But in terms of like when you look at his age, man, them yeah, and Kodja, I'll ask you this: when you look at his age, yeah. And that he's only been playing as a first team right back, you could say 
properly this season because Wan Bissaka has been the number one. Like, surely when you look at the levels he could go to, it's quite like, hmm, this is two months under Ten Hag as a right back, twenty three. Portuguese, he's got Cancelo and these men around him. Like everything is set out for him. Like the red carpet's out for him to say, basically, this is your shot. Take it if you want it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're is. It's one of the ones for me where if you look at the way we, we're set up now and the way we build up and the way we play and everything, and after Sefway's country as well now, because Portugal are, even though they still play uh William Carvalho and Pereira, and I don't know why they do that. But even though they still do that, they're still there's a brand of football they're trying to play. So on his side, you have maybe Bernardo Silva, you know, Bruno Fernandes, who obviously drift and do his thing. And he's got the United connection as well there as well, so he knows what he's doing. All of this is helping him. And what makes me so happy is that he's taking it in more than anything. Like, you know, I go to the, the first two games of the season, absolute disaster class. Mm. But you see, you can see here and there what the football Ten Hag was trying to get into the team here and there in those games, absolutely. But the main thing being, you never really worried about him on the ball and off the ball. You knew that he was doing his job. Now, he's 23 years old, as you mentioned. I even forgot that, which is good. Mm. Playing above a 23-year-old. Not that 23-year-old footballers lack maturity, but you'd think at this point, maybe if you didn't really know his age and you're watching him this season, you'd think he's more of a a more seasoned player, maybe let's say 27, 28, which is good. Entering the peak years, yeah. you know, and, you know, running the show at right back. And th- that's a great thing for him, man, considering he came in at a really low fee as well. Wan-Bissaka came in at 50 million. So Wan-Bissaka's got a lot more sort of he pressure. He the fee as well. What did we sign Dallow for? 19. He was 15. 19? 19, like, 19, yeah. 19? okay. But it was like, it was like one of those transfers where, like, because, like, he came from nowhere, it was like, is he signed based on quality or is he signed... On like a mm. recommendation of someone, mm. you know what I mean? It was just it was never sort of like clear, like it just came from nowhere. True, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like the fee, the fee is never a thing for him. Like no one talks about a Dallow fee because it really feels like for me anyway. It feels like he's been there since the academy. Like I've just watched the guy grow at United, went on a few loans, he's back and now he's got his spot. So yeah, man, like he's 23 years old. Like you said, that's now that I think about that as well, that could be his spot for the next seven years. If we're being real, if he really wants to do his thing, I think it's in Hogs here for the long term as well. Yeah, it's true. players that that will be long term players as well. I want I want United to go back to that. And also, that. it's not like you he you sign someone to then like Casemiro, you got a bed into the system. Dallow would know the system from the start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and I like I want I want United to go down that path again where we sign players and we keep them for the next five plus years. It's not a case of you know. Like your foul cars and them, man, that came for a year and then maybe more. Like, we want Mandel mm. long term. And he's one of those players that'll be here long term. Um, I think he's even been here at this club. But when, when was Mourinho here? Mourinho was here, what, five Ooh, years ago? 2018, I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. Almost he in his signed fifth year. He signed Mourinho's last season. Yeah, 2018 then. Yeah. Okay. So that was the summer we got him, Grant, and Fred. Yeah, yeah, because then Oli and then Oli took over. I remember just when I was at Winter Wonderland because that's when we packed up Cardiff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah I remember that. I, I, I can't lie, I was slightly excited, but yeah, yeah I remember them. I remember. <laughs> it was a yeah, half five kickoff, yeah, but carry on, Kojo. Uh, we got a, we got a top, we got a, a, we got potential to have a top right back there, man. So he just needs to keep doing his thing because. I ain't worried. I ain't worried, man. I ain't worried. Yeah, nah, nah, I hear you. It's, it's interesting. I'm going to come to see what 15 thinks on it as well and where he's feeling, feeling lies. Big up Zeke's as well. Uh, Jose, talent ID strikes again. Let me get through the comments there so I saw people running up earlier. Um, if Martial is injury-free and scoring goals for United, he'll get called up to the France national team. I feel sorry for him, actually. He probably missed the World Cup and he definitely would have been on the plane. Um, Sophia Football Talk. Big up, Sophia. Thank you for watching. She goes, Dallow has been consistent so far this season. Hope it continues. I'm proud of him. Dallow is cooking. I've been rating him for time. And on a current form, he is the best in Europe. Um, as a Liverpool fan, big up Fouad. He says, as a Liverpool fan, Diogo Dallow is playing good this season. Better than Trent. He's been poor. And needs to get dropped. Just quickly, what, what do you think about that? Do you do you think Trent needs to be dropped? I'll quickly answer that first. Fouad, I wouldn't say I agree and I wouldn't say I disagree. I think Liverpool as a collective haven't been great. But I look at who you've got and you haven't got a Simicass at left back like you have at right back. Your right back is Calvin Ramsey. I believe he's the, the second choice they bought from Aberdeen. And then you've got Joe yeah. Gomez, who I'm sorry... 
yeah, I'm not feeling the Joe Gomez vibe at the moment. That performance against Napoli was done. So I wouldn't drop him because Liverpool need results and he's one of your key players. You haven't got the depth to drop him at that position. What are you, man? What are you saying, Sarfo, on that one? I agree. Like, I think with, with Trent, like, we all knew his, defici- his deficiencies and it doesn't help that Liverpool are playing badly. I mean, they're still getting results, but they're playing badly. And mm. it was always a case of if if Trent gets caught one-on-one, we know the outcome and literally it's been happening like all, all like it's been happening with, with regularity so I'm not really surprised at the fact that he's getting exposed I mean it's just gonna be a it's just a, a, a matter of time really and truly mm, especially when you've got Salah as well who's high up the pitch you're always going to be isolated in 1v1 exactly and Henderson and Milner can't cover no more in it yeah what do you think on that Kojo would you drop him um no, but then your is this, this is great, right? This is just great. This is beautiful, man. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day. I've really been waiting for this because there's no there's no much I, I don't care how much um attacking, crossing, wherever he does going forwards, whipping excursion, wherever he does, man. I don't care about all of that. None of that compensates for being a poor defender. You're a right back, that's your first job, and he sucks at it. So I'm loving this, but if you want to drop him, please do because who you got next is even worse. So, <laughs> him on bench, man. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Big up Shakim as well. Dallo showed a lot of glimpses under Ralph. Big up Ali watching. Love that, Ali. I hope you will bless my bro. Uh, he's been okay. Credits where credit is due, but assessing him come end of the season, long may it continue. But in Mark's camp, then sort of earned yeah. the fires just burning at the moment. Will it take hey, off? Hold on. But you see, you see Ali, yeah? You know Ali. Ali, Ali he, 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 He'll sit on the fence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for one thing to happen. He's going to come and chat the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is why I told you wait till the end of the season. And then, yeah, man. Uh, big up, Ali. Um, mm. Dallo is techie. Dallo's just getting started. And obviously, Ten Hag is the reason. That's the interesting point as well. You are right. He is just getting started, like we're saying. Um, my boy Dallo is finally getting a, uh, his praise. From the early days, I tried to show everyone who wasn't rating him. Let him get a run of games and he'll prove you wrong. And I think it's, you know what's mad? Like when you actually look at that comment, it is true because Wamba Saka was signed for 50 million and became the number one immediately. That, this is the first time we can actually say as Man United fans, a long run with a, with a team that has a plan now, not a team where you're just sort of hoping for the best to see what players can do. A coach and Dallas actually have six, seven games in a row now and, and, we're finally seeing something about him. Why I think even there's a quote that's going around from Mourinho saying that he'll be a top player one day, and like, yeah, I think, Mourinho, I think Mourinho said something like he's like one of the best fullbacks his age or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, do you know he's what I mean? Yeah. Mourinho doesn't want to throw his neck out on the line with stuff like that. So I, I think it's, it's it's a good point to make. Big up Jarvis, man. Um, always watching, supporting, love that. We need Dallow fit for the Manchester derby. Did he go off injured? No. Whoa, whoa. No. no, no. Oh, he might just say that in general. Like, we need Dallo. Yeah. Okay, Simon, you had me worried. I'm thinking, have you seen something I haven't seen? No, no, um, Dallo's performances have vastly improved this season. I had my doubts about him at the beginning of the season, but now I have praise for him. Just keep him fit. I think that's the main thing with a lot of players. Um, Ty, don't make me get a Dallo pillow, you know. Yeah, hey, run that up, you know, Zeke's. If you invest early, I'm just saying you can make the bag because, yeah, man, look at the title. Jump in it early, man. Get that done. Um, have Dallow at the back end. Back instead of Maguire. We will lose on the weekend and Maguire plays. Don't worry, Simon. Maguire's definitely not playing. Don't panic. Varane got rested last night, so he'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. I was very happy to see that. Um, and then, for me, Varane is a big reason Dallow has found his recent form. Varane is a true leader who makes the ones around him better. Should be our next captain. Very interesting point there, Jarvis. I'll, I'll save that and then come to that, actually, a bit later, uh, a bit later on. Um 15 in regards to it, and people, if you're locked in right now, please make sure you smash the like button and subscribe as well. Um, big up yourselves, and we're going to make sure we're consistent with it now. We need to get back. There's so many games in October, I think there's 10 of them. We're with Dallow, as I was saying, then. So, this is like his first real stint 23 years of age, under 10 hog system, right back right now. What's his ceiling for you? Like, where if he carries on the way he is and he develops the way we'd hope a 23 year old does, yeah, where, where do you see him going? Do you know what? Yeah, I'll be modest. I'll be happy if he just gives us performances like this week in week out. Like for me, he doesn't need to be a Trent. He doesn't need to be uh, a Reese James. He doesn't need to. You know, I think mm. James and Trent have sort of like like, like risen the is even know raised the bar so high up here. Yeah? Everyone thinks that like in order to be a good right back, 
you have to be James or Trent. You don't have to be James. Yeah. As long as you give up, as long as he gives us consistency, consistency, and performances like that, I'm happy with, with what he's given us. Like, like for me, he doesn't need to sort of like whip in a hundred crosses from the halfway line or like do all of that. If he does, if he carries on what he's doing, I'm more than blessed with that because we play in a way where like Dalo is not our match winner. Do you know what I mean? We have match winners mm. on the pitch. He doesn't need to be our match winner. Like Reese James has to be like Chelsea's performing top three performing players for Chelsea to go and win games. Same with Liverpool and Trent Alexander. Like, if Delo can just like cut through under the radar, like give us some consistency, I'm fine with what he's given us. I like I like that to be fair. I'm trying to think of like our good era. You know, like, okay, I know it's a bit different, but you know, you get part of these songs. You know, you had your Darren Fletchers. Yeah, yeah. You had your John O'Shea's. Yeah. I'm not saying Dallow is worse than them because technically in the modern game, he's probably better. But you know, when they came in, you just yeah. knew what you were getting. And yeah, if Dallow yeah. could be one of that 11 where you just get a 7 out of 10 every week. Some games an 8 or 9, cool. Some games yeah. maybe a little bit of a 6, but you always just get that consistent level from Dallow. Everyone else can be the shining arts. The Rashfords can be the ones where they're standing out like the Trent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the Sancho, yeah. Yeah, you've got the Bruno Fernandes. They're there for their moment. So yeah. I think I think that's a that's a great point to be fair. I think Zeke's even agrees as well. Um, I agree. Keep on giving us 7 out of 10s every week and, and you're happy. What would you think on that, Kojo? Do you... Do you, do, you, do you think that's a, probably a fair statement, to be fair? Especially when you look at the position, like he's a right-back. He's not really looked at to be the, oh, my God, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think I'll be happy with that because, I mean, in football today, there's always has to be a lot of emphasis on the right-back and the left-back doing the thing. Obviously, everyone's gassed off Robertson and, um, what's his name, Trent. So, you know, mm. but I agree with Mark. I agree with um, 15 because consistency is better than anything. So... If you're going to be good defensively and good going forward, you don't need to be fantastic at both. From there, you've got your job done. The ceiling question for me is always difficult, but if I can compare him to a player that I would like him to be like, Ooh. if Chelsea, when he used to Who? be, when he's Brendan Stefanovic. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a good, I, I like that. That's a good one. Similar he to that. Cold. He was cold, yeah. He hardly, let, he hardly let Chelsea down. He got a few goals in there, a couple yeah. of assists. But defensively, you weren't worried about him either. The guy oh, was yeah. and, and I'm pretty sure he came to Chelsea as a centre back, and then he kind of learned his trade as a as a right back, and then yeah, yeah, on didn't it? And he, he yeah. it's not like he exactly excelled and the best in the world at anything, but he was always very solid at yeah. everything. Like yeah. there weren't really any shortfalls in his game. That's mad, you know. It's crazy when you look even at Aspilicueta. I know he's obviously been a right back. Um, for a long time, but players like him and Ivanovic, they're just not flashy, but they're just there, like yeah, yeah. every day of the week. And even like with the Ivanovic thing, yeah, they've got like similar builds where like they're both like stocky, like mm. Ivanovic could move as well. Like he wasn't, he wasn't no slouch at all. He could, he could get up and down the pitch. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, I like that comparison. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's quite a good comparison actually. And because even even with the title, I, I'm gonna be honest and just gonna put my neck out there. And this is where the debate will open up for like 15 minutes and see what people think in the comments. Because I've done a poll, I've got another tab open. I've actually done a poll on YouTube while we're live right now, so mm -hmm. I can't put it on here because it's Streamyard. But I've done a poll: is is Dalo the best right back in Europe this season? And it's interesting. So about 10 minutes ago, it was 50-50. Have a guess what you think it is now. 70-30. In terms of yes or no? Yes. Okay. And Quadro? 60-40, yes or no. Do you know how mad that is? It's banging in the middle of both of you. It's 65-35. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think for me, yeah, like Ali said, I'd just like to come back to it in sort of like two, three months' time. Because like if like if we're going on this like metric, yeah, like someone could turn around and be like, Alex Iwobi's like, the best central midfielder in the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? And then it opens up like a can, like a can of worms. Mm. And, do you know what I mean? But for me, I'm just happy that we have a player that we know what we're going to get from him. Do you know what I mean? Like one, one of my biggest things, one of my biggest flaws about him or my biggest concerns about him was he couldn't cross a ball. Like even up, even like how good he was technically, he just couldn't cross a ball. I remember like I watched a game against West Ham and we lost. I think it was the Carlin Cup. Oh, the Carlin Cup. Yeah. yeah. And he just bloomed every single cross into Rose yeah. Z. I think, like, I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. His cross accuracy was 0% for that game. I swear mm. to you. Like, mm. obviously you can say like, that, that must mean that no one got on to the end of it, but like, 
the quality of the crossing was poor, but we're seeing improvements like the game against Sheriff. I think he played that amazing cutback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the even the one against Southampton as well for Bruno. Yeah, and then I think for Ericsson's volley against Arsenal, that was a good yep. cross. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he he is showing some sort of improvement. So I, I do I do really like that about him. Okay, okay, perfect. I'm gonna come back to this one after then. So because I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be honest and say I was on a big up Grizz. I was on a show with Grizz the other day, and we had yeah. to do a draft eleven, right? And you could only pick max like two players from a team. Um, okay. So I sent my team, uh, Bilal sent his team, and then I can't remember who else it was, Mo and a couple others sent their teams, right? Aaron United and that. And then um, we were talking obviously about Rybacks. And Ben White was a suggestion. Diogo Dallo was mine. Someone put Valverde in as a right back. And it was Carver Howe. So when I was actually looking at right backs, right? Right now, yes, you've got Trent's. Yes, you've got James's and stuff like that. You can sell those, obviously. Yes, can play left back as well, of course. I get it. But for me, no one is actually standing out. It's kind of a field, like when you're picking a right back, you're kind of like, wow, no one's actually standing out, even though there's brilliant players there, like Hakimi as well, that, you know, are very, very good players. They are better than Dallow. And when I was on that show, I was kind of thinking, do you know what? My shout of Dallow is actually very good because someone's putting Ben White in there, who is a centre-back playing right back. You've got Carver Howe, who is probably like what you guys said. He is the Dallow in terms of just drops a 7 out of 10 and is consistent. Valverde, for me, has been playing centre midfielder and right wing. And then who was the other one I said? Uh, I can't even remember now. Um, no one said Hakimi. Um, I can't remember who it was, actually. It might have been Cancelo, actually, maybe, uh, as a right-back. But when you're looking at the, the players you're, you're talking about, and that's in the European draft 11, no no one mentioned Trent, no one mentioned James, no one mentioned Hakimi. Like, these are top players. And I was like, in terms of consistency, and maybe what I've seen, I haven't watched much of Carvajal, even though Real Madrid have won every game. I was like, from where Dallo has come, you know that award no one wants to get on Sunday League, most improved. Most dead. improved, yeah. No one wants the most improved award. However, for Dallo, like 15 was saying, compared to last year, he's improved the most out of all them players. Yeah. In terms of consistency, 1v1, he's been good. You know, comfortable in both feet, coming into midfield and playing sort of in a new formation, getting assists, you know, Marking Salah, Luis Diaz, whoever it is, and, and actually being like doing well. I actually was like, well, Ben White, yes, he's been playing well for Arsenal, but I don't think he's been better than Dallow. I didn't think, you know, Carver Howell has personally, to be honest. I know he dropped seven out of ten, but I can understand if people say, do you know what? Well, he does drop seven out of tens. He's won everything. So I get it. And then there's Valverde. That's it. He's not a right back. So, like, for me right now in Europe, if it's not Carver Howell in terms of consistency, I actually don't see, and maybe Hakimi. I don't generally see a right-back this season, making it clear, better than Dallow for me. And this is why I did want to have this debate. And it's not to say there's a right or wrong. I'm actually just sitting here like, whoa, like Dallow really is in the top three right now for right-backs this season. Kojo, what, what's your thoughts on it? And then we, we'll quickly dive into the Jameses and Trents and Hakimis and so forth. Because I do think this is a fair argument. I'm trying to think of the right-backs. I'm thinking of Serie A as well. Obviously, AC Milan have been on a thing, but yeah, you're not putting Calabria there. No, I'm not putting him there in terms of like, but with the right form, he's been in good form. I'm not saying that he's a top three right back in general. Hell no. Mm. Hell sorry, no. sorry to interrupt you, Kodjo, quickly. Fio Hernandez, left back, by the way. Yeah, he's left back. Left yeah, back. He's, he's a left back. Yeah. If it was a left back discussion in general, that would be a different conversation. But yeah. Um man. Top three. Exactly. See, I've kind of put you in a position like you're in the, you know when they're boxing fights, you'll be I'm Joe Joyce, I'm just jabbing Parker now. I'm waiting for you to <laughs> I'm waiting, waiting for you to come back. But obviously, yeah, like, like 15 saying no because it's a short spell, but like I want to ask 15 after you've answered. Give me your players that are better. And like, oh, it's Kodja disappeared. You there, Kodj? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Oh, you're here, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Hakimi, someone said like he's quietly going about his business, like maybe because he's not actually making mistakes, he's just doing his thing for PSG. But this is what I'm saying. I actually want people to come with an argument of who's better than Dallo. Can't lie, I'm not having that because Hakimi has not been good this season. Oh, okay. I'm not having that. Um, and I'm not. I'm not talking about um because he set a certain standard kind of thing. He's just not been good, and that's mm. I think, okay to say. He's a good. He's still a good right back, absolutely. But he's just not been good. Um. And, you know, I only know that because my boy that lives with me and uh, my, my girl, that like, he loves watching European football. So if I get home from work, he's watching. Right, got you. So he actually gives you, he's watching the games. Too. Yeah. 
like my knowledge is there, but like he's the one that actually sits there and watches, whereas I would watch clips of other leagues. So mm. he's allowed me to have a, more of an eye on other players. And I maybe it's just me, but I've just not been impressed by Hakimi this year. But that's not me saying that you know he's he's any he's gone crap or anything. But no, nah, I don't know if he's been better than Dallow this year. So I think your read of the season so far is starting to look um fantastic. Mm. Mm. This is weird. This is why I, I like. I can understand people say no, but I'm thinking I want people to give me a name and a reason why they're like no because this is interesting. Someone's saying here, Walker and Reese James. I get it. Chelsea have not been great, but Reese James has actually been individually okay. Kyle mm. Walker's been injured quite a bit. Like, yeah, yeah. So 15. If you had, if you had to say your, I don't want to back you in a corner. Obviously, it's a good debate here. But if you had to pick, say, like two or three players that you'd put alongside Dalot, and if you're having a conversation for this season, who would you pick? Ben White from Arsenal. Okay, so the Ben White shout, yeah, you you agree think, with Bilal? I think yeah, Ben White has been good. Like he's been, I think, with Ben White defensively, he's been spot on. I think mm. maybe not, maybe not going forward. He he hasn't really contributed much, but defensively, he's been spot on. He dealt with Zaha really well. Um, other than that, I'm struggling to name another right back. Bro, this is what I'm saying. I done a TikTok on it yesterday and I thought I was going to get cooked. I swear to you. The comments, you're right, you're right. I agree. I was thinking, Rob, because I'm not going to lie, if you're saying about Ronaldo or Messi, you know a lot of people are going to jump on it. I thought, yeah. Dallow, this one's going to rub up people. But had you always said, yeah. be controversial, go with something you think. And a lot of people were like, really? Yeah. Like, but you know what is there? It's one of those things where, like, God forbid, if he gets cooked versus Man City on Sunday or whatever it is, and then he, his form kind of drops off again. Then this debate then becomes redundant because it's like he's had like like four good weeks and then three blow weeks, and all of a sudden it's like the tables are kind of turned. You know what I mean? So I think we mm. just gotta we've just gotta be cautious of how high we speak, how highly we're speaking of him because football changes just like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of. And he'll probably be up against Foden. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I'm trying to think of an example where where someone was flavor of the month one, one minute and then uh, let's just say that let's just say that Varan, yeah, for example, last season before he signed, everyone's just like he's amazing, whatever. Season ends, everyone's like he's cooked, he's finished. Ramjid sold us a dud, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. and then this season he comes back, he comes back, and then everyone's just like, Oh my god, this is real Ferdinand's son. He looks amazing. Mm. Like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like football yeah. is just so fickle. So it's like, for me anyway, in regards to that, I'm just taking it as it comes, one game at a time. But what I will, what I do recognize is the improvement has been very, very good. I'm, I'm happy for it, man. I'm, I know like people were talking about bringing in another right back, but for me, I think bringing in another right back isn't necessarily to replace Dallo. It's more competition and the fact that like we can well, give him a rest. Like, so, like when we're playing like against like Solskjaer or whatever, I'm not trying to see Lindelof at right back. I'm not trying mm. to see Brandon Williams at right back. I'm not trying to see... I hear it. Zier at right back. I'm not you want to... at least how we got Luke Shaw, oh, Malaspe, oh. at least the levels are maintained. Yeah, I want a right back playing right back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're playing centre backs at right back and you can tell that they're, they're not right backs. So I think if we are to bring in another right back, it isn't necessarily because we don't... I don't think that Tello's not good enough. I just think we need cover because... He's playing. He's playing too much football already. Like, he, shouldn't mm, yeah, playing, he shouldn't have been playing against Sheriff or Solskjaer. Yeah. You know I mean? Did he play against Solskjaer? Um, he went left back, I think. He did. I think he did. Yeah. I think. Oh, that's a good question. You he know. started at right back and then went left back, didn't he? I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Luke Shaw came on, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then I think mm. he, played against, he played against Sheriff as well. He got the penalty. He shouldn't be playing. He should. He, he shouldn't be playing. He should be resting. Yeah, that's an interesting point, you know. I, I think you're bang on right as well because this right-back situation, it looks like we're going to need one. And when you look at Aaron Wan-Bissaka, let's be honest, I think in January he'll probably say, you know what, I need to part ways and go and play yeah. some football. And then, well, we, I tweeted it yesterday. When you were talking about it, Mark, like me, Cass, everyone started chipping yeah. in. And it's like, with Dallow, obviously giving him a new deal. And it's like, what do we like? Is it too early? Do we wait? I think it's the right time to give him a new deal yeah. because... Yeah. We're struggling with anyone else yeah. out there, but then it's like, what happens after? And it's like, well, I'm is likely to go. Brandon Williams, I'm sorry, he's getting waved at boxing fights. He can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Maguire and this and that, like, no disrespect, but yeah, Brandon Williams stick to water. 
And then, um, what's it called? You've got Ethan Laird. Now, this is the interesting one. Like, Kojo, what do you think? Do you think that we see how Ethan Laird does on loan, who at the moment is doing a good job at QPR, and you bring him back and you're like, right, Dallow and Ethan Laird? Or do you think it's Dallow, Ethan Laird, alone again next summer or whatever it is, and you bring and then you just bring in another right back. What would you like to see? Because this Laird situation is so interesting. Can't lie, bro. I I wanted Laird to stay the season. I was I was ready for us to sign the players that we did, but I also wanted like him and and Garner and Garnacho and this guy. I wanted like another that like, youthful influence of just players that's coming in. Because like you're mm. talking about, isn't it a damn shame that? Juan Bissaka is not even getting games in the Europa League. Like, that's yeah. bad, bad. And I don't know if he's injured or not. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. So, to he's me, not injured. He's, he's fit. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he should be getting some minutes in at least these games. And if he's not, if I'm him, I'm bad. I mean, we've got the Carabao Cup coming up soon. If he can't get minutes in that, then... Bro, the right- we haven't even got an easy game, though, Kojo. It's Villa at home. And I know Villa are getting are playing poor this year, but... That's not a game you want to be taking too lightly because Villa have quality players still. That's true. But this is, this is my thing. Like, do you, I feel like if um, Ten Hag had a choice, he'd even rather put Lindelof at right back. And that, for me, is worrying. Malassia, mm. when Shaw comes on, Malassia's gone right back one or two times. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not seeing the guy. So with, that's, I, I kind of went and let to stay. And I think he will stay next season um, because... I think he would not only provide cover, I think he'd provide a competition because the boy's been good. Yeah, so I don't think tenacious as well. Yeah, exactly. I think there's gonna mm. be one of those youngsters that will be like, I'm happy to play cup games here and there and then continue my development. He knows that Dallo is twenty three, so he's gotta have to step up as well because this is a long term thing. So I'm I'm interested, man. And it's also good for Dallo as well, because he can play left back as well, can't he? So yeah, man. Bring Led next season because I, I wait. I really wanted him this season alongside Garner. See, Garner's left in it, put on a permanent thing. So, um, yeah, let's get Led back in. Hopefully, I actually, if we can, by January actually, because Wan Bissaka is just not it, man. He's yeah, really- yeah, 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 yeah. And no, I hear you fully, man. I think this one, I'm gonna wrap it up. We're gonna do five more minutes, max five ten, because we're gonna do under an hour. Big up everyone that's watching, by the way. Make sure you are liking and subscribing as well. Kojo does have a channel free in midfield, but go and hit them up on Twitter and follow them because then when they drop the new channel, the revamp and what they're doing and stuff, guys, they'll be there. So make sure you go and hit up on Twitter, free and midfield podcast. Follow Sarfo15M as always, and you can follow all my platforms there as well. Subscribe to Never a Foul, which is our generic football channel. Then obviously Chaffer Tunnel here for Man United, and then obviously my own Twitter is there as well. This one, I just want to quickly just get this point in because I thought it was actually quite a good point. Um, big up Jarvis. Obviously, Varan probably could do a whole show on him, but I'm not going to. But I'm so happy just to see him playing. And with a partner like Martinez, they just go together so well. It's the first time I feel like Ferdinand and Village. I'm like, oh my God, like you just slightly remind me of a man in, in, in a little bit different ways, but it's, it's brilliant to see. And he says, for me, for me, Varane is a big reason Dallo has found his recent form. Obviously got that leadership next to him playing on the right side of the defence. He's a true leader, even though he might not seem it on the pitch, but he is definitely and makes the others around him better. He should be the next captain. Obviously, at the moment, you know Maguire's out the side, potentially could leave next summer. And then you've got Bruno, current captain at the moment. Is that longevity? Is that sustainable? We don't know, but... Yeah, 15, would you like to see Varane as our next captain if you could give like your two-minute or three-minute reason for if you agree or disagree? Um, yeah. For, uh, let me touch on this point. I think... Yeah, that's good. Cool. Um, I think we shouldn't sort of deduct any praise from Dallow because I think Dallow's form has been down to him. Like, it's, it's not... Yeah, it helps when you have someone like Varane, but I think we're seeing... Dallo, we've seen the evolution of Dallo rather than sort of like because of someone else. So Dallo's now he's shown intensity getting up and down the pitch. He's he's positioning, he's been better, like aerially, he's he's winning headers, like you said. Um my like when we saw Dallo in the past, he just didn't look fit. I mean, I think there's like one game against Arsenal like two seasons ago and at Old Trafford, and he just looked like he was blowing by the 20th minute. But this 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 Dallo just looks he looks strong, he looks quick, he looks powerful and that's down to him um in regards to Varan, we've seen we've heard like two or three times where Ten Hag has said Rafa he's part of the he's, he's a leader he's he's part of the leadership group he he pulls everyone here and there so I think that is a big indication to him probably being vice or or sort of like like 
uh, club captain next season because um, Ten Hag's spoken about it like three or four times. Like anytime we come away with a victory, and we're talking about us defensively, he's always talking like about Varane and his leadership. Mm. So I do think um, that is very that's a big possibility that could happen. But um, yeah, man, I'm just happy with how everything's um, bubbling along. Yeah, it is, man. It is. You know what? It's it's nice just to be in that position where us men have grown up, obviously, all similar ages. And we just know that we go 1-0 down, we score goals. Like We were used to just attacking impetus. Right yeah. now, it's like we take the lead, but you're just like, that defence, you're like, oh my God, when teams attack us now, like, I'll be honest with you, there's a measure of actual calmness. I'm like, you know what, Martins has kind of got this. Yes, he might dive in sometimes, but I feel like he's got it. If not, Varane, I'm comfortable. I just feel like our defenders now are aggressive, but passive when they need to, but they're thinkers. I feel like they're not diving in as much there. Yeah. They're like, they're like slowing people down just so they can get cover. And then like, we're all yeah. a unit now. And I just feel like, do you know what? It's refreshing to see and long may it continue. And I think that's where Ten Hag deserves his credit and his flowers and, because the, the, the Brighton say, game, the Brentford game, he, he has made them changes and dropped us. What I will say is, it's good to see defenders want to defend. Do you know, too many mm. times, too many, oh. times, too many times, my United defenders don't want to defend. I've seen like, Harry Maguire step over a ball when a goalkeeper's made a save. I've seen Lindelof kind of pull away from header because yeah. he's getting, his head might get kicked off. I've seen Luke Shaw like back off a winger when he's about to cross it and just be like, yeah, cross the ball. Like, mm. nine defenders want to defend and that yeah. is probably the biggest change and the most 100%. satisfying thing. Like, we've seen like the high fives, the fist pumps, the... Even Malassian coming in, just that bulldog in him. Like, yeah, just... the intensity has just gone up yeah. defensively. You know what I mean? I mean, long may continue, but yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. 100% agree with you, man. Thank you, Simon, for watching. It's always the first time here. Have a great evening yourself as well. Enjoy the football if you're watching. Um, and yeah, hopefully we win on Sunday. But yeah, Kodja, just your last point on um, Varane. Did you think it'd be an interesting selection for captain? And also, by the way, because I know Mark didn't touch it, I just want to ask you, do you think Bruno is a good long-term solution if he, he's captain at the moment? Or do you think that's just for the short haul? Oh, I think that'd be a, more of a short-term thing but um, for Bruno Fernandes. But with Maguire, if Varane, it's weird because you can't really praise... Well, well I say you, me, me personally. Mm-hmm. I can't really mm-hmm. praise him without having a go at Maguire. And, wh- and what I say by that is, in that comment, he said a true leader. Like, um, 15 is right. Dallo, Malassia, Martinez, them doing their thing is down to them. But how assuring is it to have someone next to you that you know it's going to do their job and it's going to lead by example because they have the most experience out of all of you. That's what you need in your backline. And he, being Maguire, has just not provided that. I kind of, I kind of almost felt sorry for him because when, um, when Mourinho wanted him, he was nowhere near eighty million pounds, so the pressure would have been different. Mm. And yeah, in my opinion, I don't think Mourinho would have made him captain by any chance. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of suffered a little bit in that sense. But unfortunately, when it comes to it. You've taken the mantle, you've taken the armband, you're saying, I am the captain, I am going to lead this team, by example. you got to show up, and he hasn't done that. Varane has come in, and Martinez has taken your spot in that defence. And unfortunately for you, they're looking a lot more better without you. And it's because they, there's, a, there's a sense of calm, there's a sense of um, understanding, and you know there's confidence in each other. In that back four, there's confidence. There's mm. not one person believing. And unfortunately for Maguire, he doesn't fall into that group. So that's where Varane's coming and that's where Ten Hag has the confidence to say these things, which I love, is because... Yeah, true. He's got, he's got, nothing, to, he's got, nothing, to, um, he's got nothing to lose. Maguire's not his signing, so he can say exactly what he wants about Maguire. You know, Luke Shaw's not his signing, so he can say what he wants about Luke Shaw. Wan-Bissaka, the rest of them. Malasia's his signings works well. Martinez's his signings works well. Varane is brilliant. I had my questions about Varane because I felt like even though he's a good defender, I thought uh, Ramos kind of held his hand a little bit at Madrid. Okay, but, he's, but he's obviously proven me wrong, and I, and I love that. Mm. And that, we spoke about him earlier as well. So, yeah, I, the true leader thing is more than anything. You don't have to wear the armband to be a true armband leader. Armband, yeah. That's that's what I was going to say based off what you two was going to say. I was going to say, do you know what? I just feel like Varane's that type he doesn't even need to have the captaincy. I feel like even though he's not the loudest, he's a shout, he's got that aura that like if he's saying something to you, it's educated. You're listening. You know your dad, how your dad, my dad's a rusted, the old school things, you know, one mouth, you've got two eyes and ears for a reason. You listen, you're talking, you know what I'm saying? You, you, let, you let people say their thing. Whether you agree or not, there might be one thing that stands out from a whole 10-minute conversation, but it's there. 
You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Varane's one of them guys, you do like play with him, you listen. And I think even Martinez put up a post on Insta, I think after the, the Leicester game, like great playing with you. And it's just like, even though Martinez is so good, you know, he looks at Varane and thinks, you know, like I know who Varane is, multiple Champions yeah. League winner, World Cup winner. Like he's still got that stature. And I'm just so glad to see him fit like 15 seven. And long, long may it continue. And big up to Younger for your comments as well. If you've just logged in, which you might have, uh, 15 was talking about his leadership skills as well, just literally a couple minutes yeah, I'm before. Sorry, sorry to cut you off here. It's, no, it's, it's cool. mad that, like, at the start of the season, people were talking about Varane being like fourth choice or third choice. I know. Bro, do you know how mad that is? Mm. Like, it, do was... you know what? Don't you think, 15, though? It was a blessing that maybe he wasn't starting. And yeah, we said yeah. it before players will play themselves out the side. Maguire did that, and Varane yeah. was just waiting. That made him probably hungry to prove a point. Again, I don't want to like digress or anything, but. I don't even think Maguire was that bad. I just think Ten Hag was just looking for a reason to drop him. And he found that reason. I honestly, bro, I don't think Maguire was that bad. Like, we've seen Maguire be, be so bad. But I think Ten Hag was just like, okay, we've lost 4 now, whatever. Fuck this. It's easy. This is my moment. I'm doing whatever I want to do. And this is what I wanted mm. to do from the beginning. And now I have the excuse to do it. So... That's that's, that's that's a fair point. And just to touch on it as well, like I get it coming into a high intensity game, Man United Arsenal is tricky, but we all saw it. The moment he came on for Martinez, I think when he had that little injury and he played the last 15 minutes, first touch was a yellow card Tezu. So get at Casemiro might have lost the ball and put him in a dangerous position, but I was an edgy man. Like I just felt the sense of calmness that I've had with Martinez and Varane was just gone instantly. And for me, if I felt like that as a fans, and we're all agreeing here, I wonder how the coaching staff probably felt who were thinking, we know we need to beat Arsenal. There's six points ahead of us and so forth because for our league, it's a momentum swinger. So I think that showed me everything that I was like, do you know what? Lindelof is probably our third choice defender, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. I agree that's, with that. That's what I think, man. Big up Jarvis. Do you want to say a last point, Kodjo? Are we going to... No, just what you said about the calm thing. Is, the only way I can describe it, in my mind anyway, is you know when you're playing FIFA and you're playing some rubbish and so you're sort of laying back and that good guy comes and you're like, oh shit, I'm calm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, hey, that, that is so true. You're like, yeah, I'm good, man. Someone goes running up and they're like in the corner like, oh, you're losing Taylor. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, nah, I love that. Big up Tiongo's voice. I think Varane is a good option for captain. Um, like you said, complimenting his leadership skills. We're going to wrap it up there, man. 55 minutes. A very nice stream, actually. And you know what? We're back, man. We're going to be back on Wednesday as well with Statman. And then, yeah, bits and bobs ready for the Manchester derby. So, guys, make sure you are liking the video. Make sure you are subscribing. And even drop a comment on the actual video on the way out. Like, when the video ends, I'd appreciate if you guys even just drop a comment saying bang and show, whatever it is. Because it helps the algorithms. It's quite hard getting them back on YouTube because we've had a break. But like you said, you know, we just have honest content, honest conversations, and, and that's how I want to keep it, man. So, Sarfo, big up for coming on every single time. Yeah. Guys, make sure you go and follow Sarfo15M. Kojo, obviously, plug plug your little things and everything that you've got going on, man, because I can't, I don't know what you've really got going on, but let people know as well. Uh, no, free midfield. Uh, my personal one, Kojo, free midfield. Um, you just catch me talking about one rubbish over there. And um, yeah, that's it. And if you are on this channel and you have not subscribed yet, brother, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, big up, man. Love that. Love that. 15, is there anything you want to plug at all? Obviously, you'll probably be on later with us this week anyway, and that you're here. You know what it's like. Do you know what it's, man? Because I get asked this question all the time here. I'm just like, shit, don't have something to plug. Answers, no. Yeah, but you know where to... it, man. And also, you need to get on your, bro, you need to start your TikTok. I'm going to get on to you soon. Soon. I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll probably be up there chatting shit soon. Uh, 15, I know you score goals for a living, yeah? So I need to see TikTok of you banging goals. Mm, I, I'm, like, I'm, you, see this, you see this garbage done? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In this Garmsy yeah. guy, this yeah, Sunday league yeah. guy, his goals are yeah, going viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> You're better than him. Slap him up, man. I love that, man. You need to catch it at the right time recording, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Oh, but um, yeah, guys, man, it's been a wicked stream. Like I said, we'll be on Statman show tomorrow, and then I'll be back with Statman Baines as well on Wednesday. But yeah, man, you know what it is. It's Trafford Tunnel. Make sure you like in the video. Make sure you subscribe into this and never a foul as well. The channels are down below. And um, yeah, man, you guys big up for coming on every single time. And big up you guys in the comments as well, man. Love. Thank you.
Sports Social Podcast Network.